I'm your host, Dr. M, and you're listening to Aligned You, a podcast designed to assist you to truly be aligned through your body, head, and heart so you can reach your full potential in your own unique way. Hey there, Aligned You listeners, Dr. M here, and welcome to today's episode. Today's episode, I am looking forward to sharing more with you about the topic, well, you do you and I'll do me. It's an interesting topic today. You might be thinking, what is that about today, Dr. M? And I want to share more about it. I actually decided today I was going to record about something very different, which I'll actually record about next week when I want to talk more about your circle of friends and how many friends you can have in your circle of friends and how that perhaps shifts over time who is actually in your inner circle and why there's times that it naturally elevates and sometimes why you might consciously elevate it. That's for next week. I was going to do that this week, but it's a bit of a cliffhanger. You'll need to wait till next week for that one. This week, I think it's a really appropriate time given um, that I've just come back from a five-day trip away. Uh, I went up to Byron Bay. It was my first grown-up trip ever on my own. I've travelled plenty on my own for work over the years. I've travelled regularly um, to go and speak and I often do that on my own or sometimes with a colleague, but as I said, very regularly on my own. Whereas this was my first holiday, my first uh, trying to reset and recharge holiday that I, that I did all on my own. And I want to share a little bit more about that today. But also I wanted to talk a little bit about the process that I've been going through over the last four or so weeks. Can't believe it's already, goodness, it's already clicked over to nearly four weeks since mum's transitioned. And I've been speaking to a lot of pe- different people about my process that I've been through. Now, I'm not going to call it the grieving process. And the reason being is that, did I grieve? Absolutely. But the other processes I've been going through to make sure that I am aligned within my body, head and heart about mum's transition, I'm going to say the grieving process has now stopped for me. Now, some of you might be going, are you freaking kidding? Because it's been four weeks and aren't you meant to grieve for a whole lot longer? Well, I want to share with you why I don't look at it that way. Now, in Aligned You, and the things that I share each week, some of the things that I share might really sit with you, they might resonate. Other parts of it, you might go, not for me, Dr. M, and I'm really happy talking, sitting within my grief in the way that I have been. But I'm going to explain a little bit more why, as I said, is that I don't consider myself to be grieving anymore, and I consider my process to be a little different than that. And I want to share a little bit about it because I think for some of you, it may be helpful. Certainly for various people that I've spoken to over the last few weeks, it certainly has been. And and one of the comments is, wow, you're good at the moment. And I'm like, yeah, I am because it's a choice to be good. And they're like, really? Is it a choice whether I grieve or not? I mean, yeah, it is. Or how you do it is. Absolutely. So as I said, I wanted to share a little bit more about that because the definition of grief is it's the normal process of reacting to loss. So the loss might be physical such as a death. It could be social, such as a divorce. It could be occupational in the sense of you've lost a job. Certainly there has been a grieving process, I think, in 2020 as far as the change in terms of conditions. And then depending on where you are in Australia, if you're in in Victoria, you've gone through that twice in a way that I think the second time for so many people has been more devastating than the first time. And so there's a grieving process around that. And our emotional reactions to grief there are many, right? We, there might be anger, guilt, anxiety, sadness, despair. And I'm really mindful, and you might have picked up on this already through the various podcasts that, that I've recorded over the years, is very mindful of what emotions I'm feeling and why. And sitting with them, and I specifically say sitting with them, not in them, to figure out why I'm actually feeling that way. And it's been a really important process over the last few weeks, as I said, to make sure that I'm good, I'm healthy, happy, clear of mind and ready to move forward into all the exciting things that the rest of 2020 have for me. Now, 
as I said, is this process is not for everybody. I've said that a few times now, but I just want to be be clear about that because everybody processes things differently. I tend to process things very quickly and I certainly understand the difference in the grieving process compared to 20 years ago when my dad passed away. And in so many ways, I think it traumatised me back then. It, was, it felt like a trauma to me and to my system. And because of that, I got quite sick six months later. Um, I can remember laughing for the first time where I felt like I'd laughed properly, like two years after my dad had passed away. Um, but life was really different back then. I, I was a relative baby in the sense of I was 23. I had no responsibilities really other than getting up and getting myself to Udi and home again. I still lived at home with Yoda at that point. She was well and truly not called Yoda back then. Um, and so I had all I had to do really was look after myself. And at that point, that seemed like part of that journey. It was the paradigm, I suppose, that I'd been taught was that you meant to be sad in inverted commas, meant to be sad after somebody passes away and transitions. And I suppose my belief system now is also very different in the sense of, as was mum's. My mum's belief system was very much that she was moving to her pink cloud. And that certainly made it easier, I feel, for myself. And I won't speak for my brother, but I feel it it made his um, process through that a little easier too. And now moving forward is that I'm very mindful, as I said, of, of the choices I'm making and the emotions that I'm feeling at a given time. Now, in times when I think about the past and I think about mum, of course, I, I, I smile with happy memories and that is a very conscious choice. Have I cried over the last four weeks? bucket loads but at certain times and I've been mindful to give myself the space to be able to have those moments of of tears but also to really figure out what am I crying about am I crying about that I miss mum am I crying about something that I miss within myself when I'm with mum and when my dear dear friends pointed out to me and asked me is who else in your life has the characteristics within that you're that you will miss about your mum and when I actually thought about them there's five or six key people that when I think about them, they have different traits of mum that I know that I still will experience through this lifetime of mine. I hope that's making sense. One of the other reasons why I'm really mindful of my, my choice of words and how I'm feeling is because I know that the more often that I repeat certain stories within my head is I'll actually create a neurological pathway that will mean that each time I think of certain things, I can either make it a happy neurological pathway or I could make it one of sadness and despair. Now, please don't get me wrong. When mum transitioned, absolutely. Was I, was I sad? Absolutely. Was I teary? Absolutely. Was the week after mum passed? Was I, if you ask me anything I said over that week, I really have very little recollection of what happened over that week. It's definitely getting stuff done that needed to get done next. But that's part of the stages of grief itself, which is a, a, sh- a shock to the system. It's that numbed feelings. And, and so I moved through that fairly quickly over the week between when she passed and when we celebrated her life at a funeral. And again, you'll notice that my language is very specific. We celebrated her life because, one, that's what mum wanted. But two, that's definitely what I certainly wanted to do as well, was to make sure, as did my brother, make sure that we were actually celebrating what a freaking awesome, phenomenal human being that she was and still continues to be as she watches over us over our pink clouds. The other thing I've certainly done is I've, I've attached very happy thoughts and memories to certain things. Uh, I know lots of people look at pink clouds differently now uh, and I do too in the sense of I get up part of my morning routine as you've heard me speak about often 
is to um, to go to sunrise. And it's the 40 minutes to 30 minutes, 40 to 30 minutes before um, sunrise comes up that the clouds are the pinkest. And so I love being there of a morning now because it does make me think of mum. It makes me think of very happy thoughts. And it, I have the sense, because certainly my belief system, that mum is still here. She's just not in her human form. And so it very much feels that I'm connected to her still. The other process that I've certainly done is, as I mentioned, I took myself away on my grown-up holiday on my own. Now, why did I do that is because I wanted to get perspective. It would have been really easy to just dive back into the day-to-day grind. And part of what I was finding a couple of weeks ago is that my my day-to-day life, which is, again, I speak about regularly, is absolutely by design. The way it had been designed was I was spending a lot of time with mum and all of a sudden I had all this extra time. Now, what I didn't want to do was go down a vortex of Netflix and binge watching television and binge eating and doing all the things that I know don't serve me in the long run. Maybe they would have felt satisfying at the time. I'm not really sure. I had one quiet day at home where I just hung out on my own and had a bit of a cry in bed one morning. This is a few weeks ago and and just had a very quiet day. But what I wanted to do, and as I said, part of why I went away for the, the time that I did was to make sure that I had the opportunity to get perspective, to actually take myself out of my normal routine, which was not normal anymore, to be able to go to a, a beautiful location where I could increase my vibration and increase my certainty and clarity of being able to plan for what's next. And also just to chill out. I was weary. I realized that I was tired, apart from the fact I haven't had a holiday in a really long time. And it was only four or five days, really. So I do, I've got another one planned for November now. But it was the opportunity to get away, get some perspective. It's that checking out so we can check back in at full pace. It certainly meant that I could move, make sure and this was one of the other areas that I was keen to do was to make sure that I really was as good as I was, I am feeling. And so by getting away out of my normal environment, my normal support systems, it gave me the opportunity to be able to really check that out, which I did. And I felt awesome for it. It gave me an opportunity to be able to plan for what's next. And so part of why I wanted to share this with you aligned you listeners was number one for your action steps this week is is you might not be going through any form of grief right now and I hope you're not because it's not what I'd wish on anyone is but if there's underlying elements of people that that things that you're still grieving for I've had conversations with people that are still really their were their words are powerful they're still grieving for parents that died decades ago or a decade ago is that's created a really interesting neurological pattern that will be continuing to repeat each time that they think about them unless we make conscious choice to change that as I often speak about our our reactions are fairly automated by the time we're 35 so then if we're over 35 or even if you've been repeating those patterns for a really long time is it's important to actually understand how to reprogram them because the cool thing about our brains is and more and more the research is showing this improving more and more our brains have neuroplasticity so what does that mean is that we literally can design our thoughts if we're conscious of them so this comes back to whether or not you're doing living your life consciously or unconsciously and I certainly live my life consciously these days I'm very aware of um, as I said sitting with the feelings that I might be feeling figuring out why I'm actually feeling them what that's actually about so then I can move forward and more often than not if I find that I'm feeling sad it's not because I'm living in that present moment in the present moment 
I'm actually feeling a lot of joy right now. And so that's certainly what I choose to continue on doing moving forward. Also, I think it's super important in this period of time, I've been very conscious of who I spend my time with and who I have long conversations with. Now, that might sound really selfish, and quite frankly, it is, because I'm really mindful of who in my spheres are supportive of the way that I've accelerated this process and who perhaps either don't get it or they're expecting me to crash at some point. And let me tell you, it's highly unlikely to happen. And if it did happen, they, I certainly have beautiful support system around me that would be the first ones to pick me up, dust me off and pop me back up on my feet. So, But it's not something I'm planning for. And that's because I've really had a process over the last few weeks to make sure that I could accelerate through this process as, as quickly as possible. As I mentioned, my responsibilities back 20 years ago were very different to my responsibilities now. My responsibilities now as a single 43-year-old woman who has an integrative chiropractic practice and other businesses where I'm looking after other people is I need to make sure that I'm at my absolute best and I endeavour to do that every day, that I'm at my absolute best so that I can serve the people that I need to be serving. I hope that makes sense. So I've been very mindful of that. And as I said, it's next week we're going to talk more about those circle of friends that we actually surround ourselves with and the shifts, ebbs and flows that can happen over time. But as I said, that will be next week. So Align G listeners, before I go, my top five this week, song that's been on high rotation, it's called Sometimes by Cub Sport. Really like that track. It's awesome. I mentioned to you my books would be very different this week, that I would not be reading Think and Grow Rich this week, which it's true. I've done something different, which is bloody awesome. Um, when I go away on holidays, I always read dodgy fiction and I've, I tend to read very quickly. So I know I'm on holidays when I get through a couple of books and I read two books while I was away. One was called Eleanor Oliphant, He's Completely Fine by Gail Honeyman and the other one was uh, A Rose Petal Summer by Katie Ford, I think is her name. It's written kind of funny on the book. But anyway, they were, they were just easy fiction reads, nothing highbrow about them, nothing particularly fabulous about it. But what it allowed me to do was really switch off because in times when we are in flux, or I will speak it for myself, is in times when I'm in flux, it's really easy to actually get caught up in, as I said, that day-to-day activity and not being able to switch off and the beauty about going away to a beautiful location that is not home because I love where I live. I feel so blessed. It was so lovely to come home. The, the trees are starting to get leaves. Spring has definitely sprung. Um, is to be able to really switch everything off. It's almost like that reboot of the computer. Switch everything off. Be able to refresh so that you can see things very clearly, which is certainly what I feel like I've come home doing, which is really cool. And what have I done to align myself this week? Well, I think I've kind of just said a lot of that, is uh, definitely going away on holidays has been huge and being very mindful, as I said, of who I'm in contact with at the moment. Quote of this week is, it's not really a quote, it's more of a thought, which is, who do I choose to be? Now, in your case, who do you choose to be? But when, I, when you ask yourself that question, Align you listeners, make sure you ask it to yourself in the first person. Who do I choose to be? And I literally have that thought along with the worry meter regularly throughout my day. Who do I choose to be? How do I want to show up? Having that thought very consciously can really help with assisting with the clarity of thought of where you're going to be moving next in whatever action step you're going to be taking next. And that's really my final thought for this week, Align you listeners, is in whatever process you're going through right now, is it's okay to be different to how other people expect you to be. 
And I know that there's many people that have uh, perhaps expected me to behave or feel or show up in a slightly different way than I have been over the last few weeks. But I know a lot of people have been inspired by it, which I'm I'm very grateful for and humbled by. And if my journey can be an inspiration to you, then I'm very always very happy to share it, as you know. But as I said, is it's really important that you do you, as I will always do me as well. So that's it for this week, Aligned You listeners. Bye for now, and I'll catch you next week. And that's it for today's episode, Aligned You listeners. Remember to hit the five-star ratings and share today's episode with your friends. And be sure to join our collective on Facebook and Instagram at Aligned You. Look forward to catching you next time. The information shared on Aligned You podcast is of general nature and for information purposes only. It is not specific medical or personal advice. You should seek assistance from your healthcare practitioner for your individual circumstances. Any information provided doesn't imply endorsement or third-party devices or products and cannot provide you with health and medical advice.